Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for another edition of ham talk live this is episode number 85 the johnson space center amateur radio club anniversary and special event station recorded live on thursday october 12 2017 i'm your host neil rapp wb9vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by Ken Goodwin, K5RG, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Well, on the show last week was Christian Kudnick, K0STH, uh, here to talk about the 100 watts of the wire fallout, and uh, hopefully you had a chance to get on the air last weekend. I uh, was able to make just a handful of contacts on that. Uh, but if you missed the show, you can listen anytime. It was a lot of fun. It was over at hamtalklive.com. And um, you can also catch us on the podcast version. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. And you can also find us over on YouTube and many other podcast apps. So uh, pick out your favorite one and chances are we are there. Um, so after a while, we'll give you a chance to ask your questions. After we talk to Ken for a while and do the interview, you can call us. Uh, let me go ahead and give you the telephone number. Now, we're not ready for your calls just yet, but uh, we will be soon. And that telephone number is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261 for the Alphabetically Challenged. Uh, or you can Skype us uh, at HamTalkLive. Uh, you can also send us a tweet. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive, and you can start tweeting right now if you like, and uh, we'll try to keep an eye on those throughout the show. And uh, we're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Just go to HamTalkLive.com and check out Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have some uh, stuff up there through the week as well. Uh, before I talk to Ken tonight, I um, do have one important note about School Club Roundup next week from Lou into RQ. Um, the next session of School Club Roundup begins on Monday, and on 20 meters, there's a lot of uh, formal and informal traffic being passed 
um, for um, hurricane relief. And a lot of that is around 14.250 and 14.275, which is right where the schools usually operate. That's kind of the recommended area uh, is 14.250 to 14.280. Um, there's also some stuff up on 40 meters, but it's down at 7182 and 7188. Um, so the, the recommended frequencies are a little higher um, for School Club Roundup. But uh, the organizers of School Club Roundup uh, wanted to make sure that we didn't uh, unintentionally interfere with any weak signals that couldn't be heard. Um, you know how that goes. Sometimes you get on a frequency and, and you ask if it's in use two or three times and you don't hear anything and then all of a sudden hey wait a minute there's these people on here trying to pass traffic so um this uh time only uh we're going to shift those frequencies around so if you're running school club roundup next week look for schools just above and below the normal frequencies of 14.250 to 14.280 um, and the other bands shouldn't be affected a whole lot, um, but we want to make sure that that word gets out and that we don't cause any unintentional um, interference to those stations. So be sure to listen first, as always, and um, if, uh, if we are on one of those, then, then we need to move uh, so that we can get out of the way. Um, so just wanted to, uh, mention that and, uh, I'll be on, um, from my high school with, uh, with my group, the kids will be on, uh, on the microphone next week. So just wanted to remind everybody about school club roundup and about the change in the frequencies. Um, so help pass the word on that. Well, tonight our guest is Ken Goodwin, K5RG. He was introduced into the hobby at in 1955 in San Juan, Puerto Rico by Father Ed Turner, KP4WN and KV4BQ. And he was first licensed as K1ONW in 1960 uh, as a technician. And in 1963, the family moved to Boston where uh, Ken became an active participant in the Eastern Massachusetts Net. And the 1RN, uh, while attending Tufts University, W1KN, uh, to become an electrical engineer. After undergrad, he moved to Texas to work in the space program in 1968 with the MIT Instrumentation Lab and uh, Dr. Draper's lab. Um, he uh, became an extra class later and picked his call current call sign of K5RG. Uh, he's a life member of ARL, QCWA, and the OOTC, and a member of an uh, officer of the NASA Johnson Space Center Amateur Radio Club, W5RRR, um, the Diamond Club of the ARRL, the A1 Operator Club, uh, BPL, and Tapper. And he also has a general class radio telephone license with endorsements in chip radar and radio telegraph. And I, I found out the other day <coughs> that he was the Puerto Rico National Yo-Yo Champion. So we may have to talk about that if we have some time later on. Uh, currently, Ken is the treasurer of W5RRR, the Johnson Space Center Amateur Radio Club in Houston, Texas. So, Ken, welcome to Ham Talk Live tonight. Well, nice meeting you, uh, Neil, in the audio domain, as they say. And, and congratulations on the Yo-Yo Championship. Now, I, 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 I was... 
cruising the website, and 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 all of a sudden, here comes this trivia question, and it was, it was the yo-yo championship. So I'm yeah. impressed. Well, only only my closest friends usually know about that. <laughs> but uh, I I prefer to say it was the same time I got interested in amateur radio too. Well, I should mention that one of the young hams from my hometown club in Vincennes, Indiana, um, was Tanner Jones, W9TWJ, and now he's all grown up, and now he's in the club down there, so there there was a little connection there, Uh, and he's currently the webmaster and QSL manager of the club, so um, he's the one that contacted me about doing the show, so I'm glad uh, it all worked out, and we can talk about this uh, special event coming up soon. And, and if you don't get enough space tonight in, in, in one of NASA's little, at least, promotions uh, slogans is, is, I need my space. So if you need your space, um, December 7th, we're going to have Dr. Rob Suggs, uh, KB5EZ, to talk about a year-long special event that's at all of the NASA facilities. But tonight we're just talking about... Uh, the Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas. They've got an anniversary coming up and a special event station this weekend. So, Ken, tell us all about it. Okay. Well, as you uh, as you said, it's our 50th anniversary. Um, we uh, we think we probably got a, a steady state start in uh, 1967. Um, there had been a few attempts at uh, radio clubs at the uh, nearby Ellington Air Force Base, but uh, I think the club uh, started a continuous history uh, in late 67. So um, we decided to uh, commemorate the event and uh, this weekend, uh, October 13th through the 15th, uh, Friday through Sunday, um, Probably starting around 4 o'clock on Friday, which I just calculated is 2100 UTC, 4 p.m. Central Daylight, till uh, probably 6 o'clock Sunday, we'll be running the uh, club station. Uh, no special call. We uh, we get plenty of response to our normal uh, amateur radio call, W5RRR. So we'll be... Uh, Pretty much continuous operation uh, this weekend. Um, we've attempted to emphasize having operators uh, uh, try to get a few of the astronauts that have their license out there. Uh, some of our new members uh, were trying to get interested in the event. So most likely uh, 20 meters and 40 meters single sideband will be the predominant mode. Uh, probably in the lower part of the general class subband, uh, and in, in operation with that, um, we have a, a special QSL card. Uh, we've been working with um, KB3IFH, uh, designing a, a commemorative QSL card for the event that uh, turned out. Uh, really nice, uh, even though I think we probably uh, made Randy a little crazy with all our tweaks and changes, uh, but dealing with engineers is never easy. 
So we'll have a special QSL card for the event. The only thing we ask is um, that you uh, QSL with a self-addressed stamped envelope, S-A-S-E. Uh, our address is good uh, on QRZ, our webpage, uh, w5rrr.org. So um, we'll have a, a card if you uh, care to... Uh, it's it's pretty, really, really nice uh, QSL card, and uh, we we ran this uh, we ran a special events back in the 25th anniversary of Apollo, and um, it blew up in our face. We ended up uh, with a situation where we were going to have to spend more money than the club had to uh, fulfill the certificate that we promised. So this time it's a nice QSL card, self-addressed stamped envelope. This weekend. So I think okay. that's uh, the short of it. All right, very good. So listen for W5RRR on um, on sideband mostly on 20 and 40 in the lower uh, part of the general class uh, subband. And um, you can find it on the spots too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, give them a call and get a, get a nice uh, QSL to boot. So. Um, be sure to, to check out their uh, web, web page too, w5rrr.org, uh, and, uh, and get on the air this weekend and give them a call. So um, tell us about this shack that you've got for the club and, and how that uh, ties into NASA's uh, mission. Okay, well, let's see. As I say, we, uh, we got started in 67, and... Um, you know, reasonable number of uh, amateurs associated with uh, what was then the Apollo project, and uh, at that time it was the Manned Spacecraft Center, uh, later changed to the Johnson Spacecraft Center. But um, the club, uh, the club really took off uh, in association with our um, being the force behind uh, Cerex shuttle. Shuttle um, amateur radio on board the shuttle. Um, the first um, time that uh, we got uh, amateur radio into space, which was back in, because um, I wrote this down, I can't find it now, but I think it was 1983 with uh, Owen Garriott, Dr. Garriott, W5LFL. Um, gave them, um, we were able to qualify a uh, handheld. Um, ended up with a foil antenna that went into the overhead window of the shuttle. And um, uh, Dr. Garrett uh, took amateur radio uh, into space and uh, talk about uh, <laughs> lots of contacts. It, uh, it was uh, really quite an event, and the club, club was behind it. I think we've had... Um, three other shuttle missions that uh, carried um, amateur radio on board. Each one got uh, bigger and better. And I guess the way I like to tell the story is um, the, uh, the amateur radio club was so successful with amateur radio in space. Um, which uh, became the, uh, the genesis of... Um, 
see. Amateur radio up on board the International Space Station. Um, gee, all I can think of is AMSAT. Uh, ARIS, A-R-I-S-S, Amateur Amateur Radio on Board Space Station. And um, so NASA saw that uh, having amateur radio was, uh, was quite a uh, desirable feature. So they... Um, they took over the program, and you know, after seven seven years of doing it, I think we were the Eris um, um, amateur radio equipment uh, became um, an educational tool. The uh, contacts the day are scheduled uh, between the schools and the uh, amateur radio stations aboard uh, the International Space Station, of which there were three, and they were about to get a new one. So ARIS um, has been uh, really successful. Uh, I've participated in a couple uh, events with some of the schools in the local area. Um, we classically use uh, a telebridge contact uh, a telephone call to a station that's in the ground track of the uh, space station at the time. Uh, the students get to ask questions of the astronauts for about 20 minutes if it's an optimum pass. And um, so those uh, those two things, Sarex leading to Eris, uh, really got the club started. When the Sarex experiment started off, one of the major manufacturers I forget which one donated a, a top-of-the-line rig, and one of our members uh, had the bright idea, well, gee, if one of these guys is willing to do it, we should ask the other two. And sure <laughs> enough, sure enough, we ended up with three top-of-the-line rigs from ICOM, Yezu, and Kenwood, which uh, consist of the the basic uh, resources that we have uh, at the club now. Um, along with a, uh, a satellite station, obviously. So the um, uh, the club, uh, I guess, as the uh, Mans Johnson Spacecraft Center got uh, deeper into providing benefits to the employees, uh, the em Employees Athletic Association at uh, JSC, um, uh, was going to uh, go through a construction, major construction upgrade, and uh, they were more than willing to uh, to build us a shack. And boy, did they! I don't think they ever said no to any of our requests. Uh, you should see the ground system we've got in there. <laughs> must, must be a couple thousand dollars of copper in there. But um, our new shack was um, uh, built in. Uh, 2007, um, and uh, as I say, it's got uh, four stations uh, that are all set up, ready to go. Uh, two weekends ago, we refurbished the antenna farm for this event and um, put a new uh, tri-bander and a 40-meter rotatable dipole on the top of a 80-foot tower that we replaced most of the sections. So uh, we're ready to go, and uh, that's the uh, the club shack today. Uh, very nice facility. Works out great on field day because it's air conditioned. Oh but, wow! There you go. But NASA NASA put in a um, 
an external uh, electrical system so we could quite easily plug in a generator and run uh, run generator power during field day very nice well i i remember the the sarx missions and and in fact uh dr garriott's son has been on this program and uh we played some of the audio from that and uh you know that brings back uh, again a lot of memories of um being able to talk to the to the space shuttle and, and like you said that's continued on now with with Eris and they're still uh raising money to to get that uh equipment certified and up there uh to uh to boost uh the power and, and uh and the uh, capabilities up there and uh it all started with with W5RRR that's uh yep. that's the start of it and so we're very uh thankful that uh your club got that process rolling and 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 did the uh, the SARX thing and and got uh, got Eris going. So pretty neat stuff. And, and um, you guys um, have some other activities that you do. Tell us a little bit about those uh, activities that are available and um, and who can um, be a part of those. Okay. Well, the uh, to go back historically, uh, the first special event station we ran was Apollo 17. Uh, for that, we did get a, a special call sign, uh, WM5MSC for Manned Spacecraft Center, which was the name at that time. Um, and then the Cerex came along, and we've actively supported uh, ARIS, especially in the local uh, school uh, districts. As far as the club is concerned, um, um, we, we are um, uh, associated with the center uh, legally. Uh, we support uh, a number of the activities. Uh, we're a backup communications source to the emergency operations center at the center. At uh, the, uh, the center, we also... Um, you know, when you when you think about amateur radio on board space station, we're also a backup communications uh, system for space station, which, uh, if I remember, almost got used uh, when uh, the computers uh, went belly up uh, one day. Uh, luckily, the shuttle was docked at the space station, so they were still able to control it, but uh, they... Uh, they called us up and uh, made sure we were ready to go if they uh, had communication problems. Let's see, what else uh, do we do? The, 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 as far as the, the club is concerned, uh, being that we are uh, legally associated with the center, uh, we do support that activity. So our members uh, have to be affiliated with uh, uh, the NASA activities the nasa facility in some manner or another so our our membership is uh, limited to some degree obviously we uh, we have uh, you know honorary members and things like that but we also are a uh, uh, the other club in the area is the clear lake amateur radio club uh, which is a public service uh, club and uh, a lot of our members are members of both clubs, so uh, we participate uh, in their public activities, and uh, they and ours. Uh, just this, uh, see, 
yesterday, in fact, we uh, supported a, um, a fun run at the center associated with uh, Total Health and Safety Day, which has uh, been an activity at the center for a number of years. And at the end of the day, they have a fun run, and uh, we provide communication support to that activity. Um, gee, I, I should... And some testing, right? Um, yes, one of our uh, members uh, has been run as uh, the Honcho VEC in the area. So I think it's the uh, second Saturday of every month uh, at the uh, recreation facility, which uh, is the Gilruth Recreation Facility. Uh, he sponsors uh, test sessions, and uh, I suspect we've had over a thousand people go through that over the years. Um, see, on-the-air activities, uh, antennas, um, it's just like amateur radio. You name it, we do it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, very good. We're well, uh, we're 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 looking at EME as a possible next uh, technical activity. Ah, very cool. Well, if, if we get the moon base going, that uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll get something going up there. Who well, knows? We're, we're going to shoot. What's that trophy for the first amateur radio contact with Mars? That's the that's yeah. the one I want. There That's the one I want. Yeah. Well, there's some there's some cool stuff going on down there, and uh, and the, the 50th anniversary of that club uh, is being celebrated this weekend on the air. So make sure you get on, give them a call, and uh, look for W5RRR on the air. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to give you a chance to call in. Um, and ask your questions. Again, that telephone number uh, here in just a minute. Uh, you can give us a call. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. So we'll be back, and we'll do that and give you a chance to talk with uh, Ken Goodwin, K5RG, right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Ham Fest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hand Sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Sorry for the delay. Your host, Neil Rapp, is reading a book on anti-gravity. And he just can't put it down. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live.
Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight and uh, to help bring Ham Talk Live your direction. We'll be at Melbourne, Florida this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So that's coming up tomorrow afternoon in Melbourne, Florida. And uh, let's see, Greenville, Tennessee on October 21st. And LaGrange, Georgia on October 28th. Or you can just give them a call. It's 920-435-2973. Or you can go online at pl-259.com and tell them you heard it on HamTalk Live. And uh, they'll be glad to hear from you. Well, it's time for your calls. So if you have a question, now is the time to call. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or you can catch us on Skype. Again, it's Ham Talk Live on Skype. Uh, make sure you you uh, give us a contact request there. Uh, I think we figured out that was our technical problem last week. Um, and then uh, you can also tweet us at uh, Ham Talk Live. So make sure you give us a call. And we do have a call here on the line. So let's see if we can get that. Uh, Yes, hello, who is this? Hi, Tanner, how are you? All right, it's good to, uh, it's good to hear you. So, uh, you have a, a question or comment here for Ken? We do, collectively have a question for Ken. We hear he likes to climb mountains. The question is, has he ever taken amateur radio with him? Well, evening, Tanner. Uh, I knew you guys were going to lay for me this evening. So, um, you know, the, the, the secret of mountain climbing is, uh, is to carry as little as possible. And uh, I, even, uh, I even found 35-millimeter cameras to, to be too much to carry at 20,000 feet. So uh, I've, never, uh, I've never taken... Um, amateur radio uh into the himalayas there i um i have taken shortwave uh, radio um a couple of uh some expedition members had to get their daily ball scores so uh, my job was to listen to the bbc and get the ball scores on my shortwave radio but that was about uh the most we've taken into uh, uh nepal and pakistan Wait, wait is, wait oh. is not your friend. Now, Tanner, how did you find out about this yo-yo championship thing? Well, that was actually our vice president, I think, who uh, somehow came up with that tidbit and happened just to put it on the website. I'm, I think I actually, uh, as, as Ken said two weeks ago, we did a big tower event, and I think there were some rumblings going around when we were doing a lot of work, but I didn't get to hear the whole story about that but uh dave's the one who posted it on our website anyways that's uh dave lee w5oc our vice president right now the story behind that was uh my uh, father was stationed in san juan puerto rico with the uh, united states coast guard and i was a member of the cub scouts and um, coca-cola showed up at one of the pack meetings and uh gave a demo and passed out free yo-yos and said they'd be back in a month to uh, have a contest. And I think that evening my father said, ah, he'll, he'll lose interest in this in a couple of weeks. And boy, that's all it took. So, uh, I won, 
I won the pack, uh, the Cub Scout pack, uh, San Juan uh, Air Force, uh, San Juan uh, base uh, championship, and they sent me on to the uh, the Nationals right there in San Juan, and um, got through that. And um, I just wish I had kept some of the 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 badges and trophies. Somehow they've disappeared over the years. But I like uh, I like to talk about having been a- introduced to amateur radio in Puerto Rico. That was uh, that was a pivotal pivotal event in my life. And uh, well, you didn't make a dipole out of the uh, yo-yo, did you, Ken? No. Or... <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, hey, yeah. maybe that'd be a good launch uh, method for uh, for the dipole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, the 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 big base of the yo-yo is a decent insulator, so yeah, I didn't, maybe an antenna. I didn't know. Yeah, I uh, I sure got hit with it enough times. <laughs> 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 well, Tanner, not to put you on the spot, but uh, you're going to be uh, operating some uh, on this special event. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm very fortunate that I get uh, every Friday off, so I I'll be ready to go Friday and then. Saturday we've got uh, VE testing here at, at Gill Roof, so I'll be helping with that and then getting on the air, and then I'll probably come out again on Sunday and just hang out and get on the air as the as the spots come open. I think we're we're gonna rotate folks in and out and just plan to have a really really fun time this weekend. So we we hope uh, we hope to hear you on the air. Yeah, I I, I think most of these contacts uh, we're, we're we're not we're not allowing our big contesters to. Uh, to get into this i guess so the the contacts are going to be informal and um hopefully more than just a signal report and uh um uh, request for the qsl card that i mentioned so uh, our new members uh, hopefully we may even get some astronauts out there that are licensed almost all the crew members today are licensed predominantly for Eris. so um it's 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 informal operation i guess would be the way i'd say it very good. So you may have a chance to even talk to an astronaut by uh, getting on this weekend and uh, catching the Johnson Space Center Amateur Radio Club 50th anniversary celebration on the air. So make sure you get on there. And Tanner, W9TWJ, thanks for calling in and uh, working with me to get this set up and uh, have fun this weekend. Absolutely, Neil. Thank you so much for doing this and uh, your hospitality to getting us on the air and a little bit more exposure. We really do appreciate it. My phone's about to die, so I'm going to get off here. But, again, thank you, Neil, and and thanks to Ken for coming on the show to do the interview as well. All right. Thanks, Tanner. Seven threes. 73. Bye, Neil. 812-638-4261 is the telephone number, 812-NET-HAM-1. If you have a question about the um, special event station this weekend or the Johnson Space Center Amateur Radio Club, uh, or, or maybe some, some old Apollo questions for, for Ken. He worked on the uh, Apollo missions quite a bit. So uh, give us a call, 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. We've got time for another call or two. So uh, give us a call. And you mentioned that the, the club is kind of limited. So uh, you have to be a NASA employee or an employee of a NASA contractor or previously, or how, how does that work? Yeah, you've, you've said it uh, exactly correct. Uh, essentially you had to have been badged uh, sometime uh, in your history, I guess it would 
either way you say it. It's since we were supported by the employees at um, employees uh, activity association. Um, you know, we have to uh, remain true to that um, uh, that association. However, the the shack is uh, in the non secure area of the space center. It is open to the public, and uh, we do. Um, you know, during field day and things like that, we uh, actively seek people to uh, come visit us. So uh, off Space uh, Space Park Boulevard, there's a, a public gate that leads to the uh, Gilruth Recreation Center. And you can't miss us with the 80-foot tower and this uh, three-element brand-new tri-bander on the top of it. Yeah, that's always a good way to to locate the, the station yeah, is right. look for the antennas up in the air and, and you can find us. So very good. 812-NET-TAM-1 is the phone number. 812-638-4261. We have time for one more call if you'd, you'd like to uh, chime in here. And uh, again, we'll mention that this uh, NASA on the air thing is, is going to be coming up in December. And um, be sure to listen on December 7th. Uh, Dr. Rob Suggs, KB5EZ, is going to join us, and and every NASA facility is going to be participating in that. That's going to start around the first or second week of December, so we'll be right uh, right before that starts up. But um, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of celebrations going on for NASA, um, and Johnson uh, will be a part of that as well. Uh, but this one is, is all about, uh, the Johnson space center and the the 50th anniversary of their amateur radio club this weekend on the air. Uh, again, 40 meters, 20 meters, uh, sideband is where most of the activity is going to take place, um, in the general class portion of the band. So be sure to look for them again, that phone number 812-638-4261, 812-NET-HAM-1 or tweet us at ham talk live and in fact i need to run over here to twitter and see if we've got anything over there too and i, I saw someone else had called earlier but uh it was during the interview so we didn't uh get a chance to get that in but well i can i can tell you about the first special event that i uh, had at the club yeah okay well um it was apollo 17 uh i came off my uh shift uh uh, during the mission, and um, you know, it was must have been one or two o'clock in the morning. Uh, went out to the shack to um, participate in the special event station that we had set up, WM5 MSC, and um, walk out there. And who's there operating? Uh, Senator Barry Goldwater. So, um, in those days, uh, the NASA recovery ships. Uh, had gone the way of not being needed anymore for communication. So the uh, the Collins S lines were a surplus, and uh, we had a, a full Collins S line out there at the shack. And and um, Barry and I sat there and made contacts into the wee hours of the morning. It's quite a quite an experience. Wow. Yeah, that would be a very very well known ham and. Uh... And very well-known public official as well, and uh, 
just be able to sit down next to him and be <laughs> rattling yeah. off the QSOs. Wow, that's uh, that was that was one of the worst experiences time. of worst experiences of my life. How could an amateur radio operator not become president of the United States? <laughs> well, he was close. Yeah, he was close. Very good. Well, that's I, uh, a, a great memory. All right. Well, anything else you need to throw in here before we uh, say well, again? Uh, yeah, four four o'clock Friday afternoon until probably six o'clock Sunday. Uh, Twenty forty meters single sideband. W five R R R dot org and uh, self addressed stamped envelope for a, a really nice QSL card. Uh, association with uh, kb3 ifh qsl cards uh, we uh it, it turned out a lot better than uh, it's nice it's a nice card that uh, commemorates all the 50 all the activities over the last 50 years that the club has been involved in very good well sounds like a, a fun time and uh, i wish you great success with that this weekend and congratulations to you and the club on on 50 years and and hope there's uh, another 50 coming up well neil you get uh, that you mars very... contact yeah that's uh that's on the uh that's on the bucket list here no doubt but uh thank you very much for uh, giving us an opportunity to uh put out a little pr associated with this special event uh, we appreciate it and uh, we look forward to having some uh, nice uh, informal contacts uh this entire weekend out at W5RRR. All right. Very good. Hopefully I can squeeze uh, some time in to, to get that call in uh, myself as well. So thank you so much for coming on uh, Ham Talk Live. And uh, that is a wrap for this week's edition. Uh, thanks to Ken Goodwin, K5RG, and uh, everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and uh, calling in and Invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Sean Kutzko, KX9X, will be here to talk about more space. He's going to talk about getting started with satellite operations. So uh, it's your chance to uh, to work some satellites and uh, talk about that. So uh, Sean will be here, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com and click on the show schedule link and uh, you can see what's coming up over the next few weeks. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375 and may the good DX be yours. Right back to my CQ call The readability 5 and strength 9 You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn to 73s, to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log. Your 73s, to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log. 
It's hard to believe that you're into the deep Cause you sound just like a local up here But why don't those whistling Mediterraneans Check if your frequency's clear We're warm and cozy in our shacks And we have talked about thousands of things About shoes, about ships, about sealing wax About cabbages and kings So 73s to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log. Yes, 73s to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log. 